a lot of people will say or use excuses as to why they can't get to where they want to be in life. Would that be poor education, bad life choices, grew up in a council estate? Welcome to Spotlight Rob, Rob Hello. Atlas from the £10 business. Hiya. Hello. So I'm going to talk to you uh, primarily today about the business that you're, you're trying to relaunch, Ad Spaces, and yeah. how you're innovatively trying to fund that with a £10 yeah. business. So yeah. uh, before we talk about like, the actual mechanics of the £10 business, um, just talk to us about why you're trying to do it a £10 business and, and what the point is that you're trying to improve okay. yourself or prove to others with a £10 business. So my argument is a lot of people will say or use excuses as to why they can't get to where they want to be in life. Would that be poor education, bad life choices, grew up on a council estate, poor work ethic, I don't know. But my opinion is that um, I have a bad background in a sense of in loads of different ways through through crime, through gambling, through homelessness, through poor family choices and everything else. And that if I can turn that around, when on paper I shouldn't be able to, um, I'm, I'm doing it to say, like, look, just get off your ass and do it. Because at the end of the day, I don't care who you are, everyone can get a tenner. You can go out and beg on the street for an hour and get a tenner. You know what I mean? So if you put your mind to it and you and you learn certain skills or you, you use your own strengths because everyone is good at something. I'm, I'm not saying everyone's good at anything. Like I'm, A lot of the stuff I've done through this, I've made myself. But there's certain things what you can do to grow that. Do you think that with the £10 business, you're actually trying to educate people about margin? A bit, yeah. I think I'm more doing it to show that you've got to have an ethic in some sort and have the desire to go, and I can't change this. You need to do something to, to change it. And in my opinion, working nine to five or being on benefits or just trying to take the easy way out, whether it be trying to take your own life or whether it be just filing for bankruptcy or whether it be just skipping your debts and ignoring your problems. It's, there's there's an easy way to do it if you're willing to put in the graft and just put in the hours. And the quicker you get on with it, the quicker, in my opinion, you can sort stuff out. For me personally, like, I, I didn't particularly come from, I didn't come from a bad background, but it wasn't particularly a privileged background. Mm. We weren't particularly cash rich. Like, my parents were really loving. And I was always, I've always looked to like make extra money even before it was yeah. even this thing, like a hustle, side hustle. Yeah. Always did it all my life. Tapes, anti-school discos, I used to run the, a disco on the same disco night as the school disco, charge twice as much. No kids want to go to school disco, they come to my disco. Uh, ice buns, ice pops, uh, they just at school progressing to CDs, computer games. I've, you know, that, that this notion of, of, a, of a side hustle um, has been, really been glamorised recently, hasn't it? It's like become glamorised over the last, what, two, three, four years, since Instagram, really, yeah. two, three, four years. I think it's, I think it's important what you're doing to like show people that it can be done and I feel like the message that you're conveying is like it's it's about getting off your off your arse and, and yeah. actually doing it but it is about product and it is about margin because yeah. it's like and so within that there is like maths and there is entrepreneurialism yeah absolutely so like 
um, I I have people in within my network who are always broke, and in my opinion, they're not broke because they've been dealt a bad hand. They're broke because they're lazy. So I I don't really tend to lend people money, as in friends or family, if they were to come to me. Not that I'm, you know, what I mean, here like a bank, but if someone was like, I need X, Y, and Z. I had a friend who um who asked me a month ago. He wanted two hundred sixty quid to buy a phone for his job. He already had a phone, but wanted a second, wanted a work phone. And I was like, look, I'm not going to give you two sixty quid because let's face it, you're not going to pay me back. And then the day after, I rang him and said, look, I got some work for you for the day, a few hours. Did you two sixty? Then couldn't be bothered. So it's just you know what I mean like. You, you try and help some people to an extent, but that's why I'm sort of trying to do this. Do you, do you think that the uh, nation of like the £10 business, so you, where have you got it to now? So talk us through the steps so of where you've got it to. I, um, I started with a tenner and I had to, my target was to, is so far to get to five grand as quickly as possible so I can do bigger jumps from there. So the first one is I turned the tenner into 50 ice lollies and they look dreadful. They were in plastic cups, filled it with various mixes of drink um, and then put them in my freezer. And then overnight, Marley was sort of saying, woke up and then chucked a stick in them and then put them in a cooler, went around the city centre and sold them in like 40 odd minutes. Put me on 50 pound. I then went from that to donuts. So I bought various donut moulds and made donuts, sold them, put that into 450. I thought it looked quite nice. I'm not, I'm not a chef. You know I, mean? I make my own dinner, but I live off delivery most of the time. So after a day of wasting a lot of ingredients, I made donuts. And because you'd normally fry a donut, and I don't have a fryer, so I had to bake them, which is another way you can do it. It's, yeah, just, a little, yeah. it's just a little bit, a little bit different. So they have a slightly different texture, but they were nice. So I sold them over a couple of days. That put me on four hundred and fifty pound. And then bought a load of Blu-ray discs. Sold them at a car boot. And then that was put me on 950. And then I went as of last week onto the vaccine cakes, which is what I was doing partially to give back to the NHS. So they're a box of six cupcakes, like a little pipette of a sourcing as your vaccine in a sense. And then every box I sell had to have enough margin in it. So like obviously I'd make money, but we're donating a box at the same time to a vaccine centre. So if I sell a hundred boxes, hundred boxes go to various centres to the staff. So thank you NHS for the past sort of year. Um, and yeah, so far I'm on about two and a half grand. So the, what did you spend on the vaccine cakes? Uh, the production cost on them was around one pound twenty five a box, and I was selling them at six fifty, uh, seven fifty. You didn't make them. No, no, I made them. You made them, the, but they did different bits. I had to buy in, so like the pipettes I had to buy in in bulk, boxes I had to buy in, um, and then the ingredients I made. Yeah. So what's the next plan? So the next plan, I need to get that to five thousand. So have you got a thing in mind to do next? No, I'm going to carry on with the vaccine cakes. Yeah, vaccine cakes sounds they're, good. They're quite easy to do. And a lot of a lot of people on LinkedIn and the businesses who have sort of like bought them and bought them for the staff. So obviously I'm not going to selling them in the streets. But when I first started on the vaccine ones, I literally thought, right, I need customers for the day after for the next week. So I literally went to like Victoria Centre. I went to every single store, store by store, spoke to the manager, said, this is my background. This is what I'm doing. Um, this week is this product. Um, you're also doing something for the NHS. If you guys want some, I'm here to take an order for any day over the next week or couple of weeks. Or if not, appreciate it. Follow me on these channels and, and give my post a share and get it out there because obviously I'm not really 
cash reach in the market square or something. Just yeah. Stopping trying to sell people cakes because they think, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah. Um, so that's how I went from there. So you reckon vaccine cakes will get to 5k? I think it would do over this course of a month, yeah. Um, and I'd need to sell around 2,000 boxes. So you're going to go five grand on cupcakes? Ish. Ish. And, and e scooters? E scooters is my next step. So where's the e scooters lead you to? E-scooters will go for each five grand investment will bring me 12 and a half. And I should sell 30. So five grand will get me around 34, 35 scooters, depending on the import cost. Yeah. Uh, give or take. I have a store that locally what will sell them. will sell, should sell 35 e-scooters within the month. That will then put me at a total sale price of 12 and a half, less what they'll probably take at, say, two and a half grand. So sort of double me on that. Then use the 10. And then the 10 grand order should put me on close to sort of 25 and then 25 to 50. And then if I want to keep going from that, I don't know. But the e-scooters right now are the easiest sell. So your plan is to get enough money from the 10 pounds to bulk order yeah. e-scooters? Yeah. Um, and because I'm not, obviously I'll be, they'll be under my own brand. So I'll be able to offer the warranty on them. Unlike other, the ones you're getting from abroad. Um, because I'm not directly selling them, save me from sitting there and buying a store. The store is, you know what I mean, it's one in town. Um, so, you know what I mean, I've not had to pay for a shop. They're taking them off on consignment and they're going to sell them and then pay me as and when they sell. So everyone sort of wins, they get their, their bit of the pie. I'm making it with just by pushing an order and going, there you go. And that works, in my opinion. It's a bit like drop shipping e-scooters. In a sense, yeah, but in an actual physical location. Yeah, and not online. And not online, yeah. Yeah. I think the trouble with selling e-scooters online and with e-scooters in general, from when I used to sell them in my old store, is that you will get customers who will use them, will sell them, will like use it for the week and then, or a couple of weeks, be a bit boisterous and break the fender or, or handlebars or just trying to show off and go, oh, it's broken. I feel like by when you're offering your own brand, you can sort of, you know what they should do. If you're not being an idiot with it, it's, it's a bit better. Obviously, this is our journey that you're on with this £10 business. Yeah. Do you think that anybody can do it? Do you think yeah. that you have anything that's unique to you that means that you, you're, that I'm, you can do it? I'm motivated. Motivated. But in my opinion, like anyone can access the internet at the library or a friend on your phone. You know what I mean? Scooters are bought online. Buying from Alibaba or DHK, as long as you know and you've done your research in which ones are buying, you know that they've got good reviews and everything else. You can't really go wrong. Everyone can get a tenner, whether you're homeless, on benefits, work full time, 13 kids, whatever, you know what I mean? You can, anyone can find a tenner. And don't get me wrong, I've, I've done it with pretty basic stuff with making ice lollies. Anyone with a freezer can make an ice lolly. That's not rocket science. Baking is a bit harder. I get that. You could really cheap out and you could I could have used the, the money from the tenant. I could have just bought donuts or bought cakes and just repackaged them. You know what I mean? You, your margin may be less, your margin may be higher, but you could do that. There's other things you could put your fans to. You could have you could be a really good uh, software development. You could go, right, I will use my existing tech or I don't know, use my money to a bit of advertising and get a client on board. You could be good at, there's so many things you could do. Yeah, so there is. It doesn't have to be what I'm doing. There is. And I think that uh, you said about, like, you, you're motivated to do it. I think 
one of the biggest problems with society generally today, especially mm. <clears throat> online, is the perception that stuff is easy when it's not. But like actually, it's just about finding motivation to do it. Yeah. So they, everyone's said it before, everyone wants a side hustle, but how do you? How have you found your motivation to I, go forward and do this hustle and then actually publicise it as well? I, I hate working for people. You know, I, mean, I, I would hate to work full-time earning... I, I work at a place where I've earned a good salary, but I'm sort of like, don't really want to live on 30K or 20K or 17 or even 50 in some places. Like, I always want a better lifestyle. I'm not saying like I'm greedy, like, oh, I want to sit there, I want to earn billions of pounds a year and I want, you know what I mean? I want my staff to, on minimum wage so I can, I can send myself to space, you know what I mean? I'm not bothered by any of that. Don't get me wrong, everyone wants to be wealthy or everyone wants... <sighs> whether it be the house, the car, the holidays, the girl, the, the watches, you know what I mean? Everyone's sort of there trying to fake it until they make it or, or whichever. And I just like, I would rather be happy now than rich. But I think that if you do it right, you can have both. I used to say to my ex, we're going to go broke impressing people you don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting that you talk about that happiness and wealth and like, like material things. Are you, are you are you motivated by those items? Do you, do you like do you, are you like are you like driven to like work hard to be able to afford those things? So, or is is that is that no, something so like for me? I've had money, and I've also lived on the streets. So I I've I've been at both extremes. I've sat there and I'll I've not had money to put food on the table, but then I've gone out and I've just flown abroad because why not? You know what I mean? So it sort of swings around about. I'm not saying I'm motivated to sit there like I want loads of Louis Vuitton bags and you know what I mean and I'm not bothered about any of that for me I like buying tech I don't know it's just my thing um, you know advice yeah yeah um, I don't mind buying a new laptop or every year I buy the new iPhone without fail you know what I mean every year I am that fanboy who will sit there and queue outside the store but um, for me that's that's what I like but I'm not necessarily motivated to sit there and have a, a twenty thousand pound Rolex or sat there on on a yacht driving a Bentley or um, don't interest me. You know what I mean? Do you think those people that do have that stuff? Do you think they're happy? Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, I I have a friend who who runs a business who I, I'm not I'm not mentioning anything. And he he on paper does really well, and what he flexes on social media is really well. But when you actually look and when he posts his figures, when he's sat there taking a picture of his Stripe account saying, I've done 100 grand in sales, yeah, but you've actually sold 15 bags and actually made about 400 quid because of your, you're sat there selling Louis Vuitton or, or whichever through whatever channel you've got them through. Yeah, you might be turning over a quarter of a million quid in six months, but actually, let's face it, you've, you've probably spent 230 grand on the product. So, no, you're not really, you're not really, you don't get me wrong, you're doing all right for considering you started, but you sat there flexing that you've just bought a Rolex, but let's face it, you, you can't afford that. Yeah. So do you think that, uh, where do you think that wealth follows through in like the spectrum of <clears throat> sort of like the way that someone should balance their life? So where do you... Where I say do you, that if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. Yeah. So do you think that, so for me, I would say that when I started out, 
in this when I started out doing this I was doing two things really <clears throat> I was pursuing a childhood dream was the first thing that I was primarily doing yeah. I didn't really realise that I was doing that until I'd started and I wouldn't give up and that yeah. became like I became a blessing actually I was like wow you're, yeah. you're doing what you want to do as a child even though you're doing shit at it um, and actually the the real wealth that I probably learned about myself on my journey to <clears throat> to where I am today was that I was actually happy with nothing. Yeah. I like my my happiness was actually centered around the fact that I was doing what I wanted to do when I was a kid. When you look at that in the grand scheme of life and how many people when they were at school are then grow up and do the thing that they want to do like other than professional footballers or professional athletes or professional sports a very 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 small percentage of the population that actually ends up doing what it is that they feel like they were born to do. That was their dream, yeah. my dream from about five. So that to me is my wealth. That to me, yeah. that to me makes me the wealthiest person I know. And it does it's irrelevant of like the actual cash that I've got. I think that what you're talking about and like the the foundation of this ten pound business idea that you've got, I think anybody that was to pursue that yeah. and follow in your footsteps and try and do that for themselves. Yeah. They would lead themselves to a different understanding of what wealth was. Yeah. So, like, because have you enjoyed it? Yeah, I, I, I love doing that. So I think it's great. But yeah. For me, I can't get out of bed at six o'clock in the morning to to put on a suit to go to on travel on public transport or wherever for an hour to a boss I hate to do a job. I, what would replace me tomorrow if I dropped dead? I don't care. Whereas I'm sort of like for me. If I want to start a venture, like for me to relaunch ad spaces, which I used to have under a different company before, like I can't go to the bank because of my passion. Go, I want X amount of money to 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 fund this. Thanks, Rob, for coming on Spotlight today. Really interesting to find out about the the ten pound the ten pound business. I wish you the best of luck with it, um, and keep posting it. I think more people yeah. need to understand that it's not easy, it's not. but it's effort. And effort costs nothing, nothing at all. That's great. Yeah, thanks for coming. So that completes this episode of Spotlight With. Don't forget to like, rate and subscribe and we'll see you really soon for some more episodes.